Hi guys, welcome back to Our Daddy's a Donor. We're your hosts, Riley. And I'm Carly. <laughs> and I'm drinking today. Because it's my only day off. Carly's getting wild today. I have this thing. Ooh, I've never that? had it before. Ooh, it's like that, a Corona sparkling water. All the beer boys. All the beer boys. All the beer snacks. people. Look at us. Snacks and water. Did you ever my, thought it? My arm was itchy, so now there's scratches on my arm. It's beautiful. What are we doing today? Mm. You're going to read because I don't like to. We have our first listener story. Just kidding. We should put that in. No, just uh, just our voices. I think it's better. Mm-hmm. More unique. So yes, we have our, not only do we have our first listener story, it's a double listener story, aka two sisters that found each other and both sent their story in. So we get two um, views. What's the word I want? Perspective. There you go. Yes. Two, two perspectives. Um, and I think she found us on Instagram. Mm. Or we posted somewhere. I don't even know anymore. Everyone. So many people. It's so exciting. (laughs) And we got some fan mail. (gasps) Yeah. We're not going to read it here, but we read it together and it was very cute. And I have to reach out to the person still. I'll reach out before this comes out, but they're from Ontario. And they sent me some snail mail. They hand wrote it and it was super sweet. So it's cute. If you want to send us any more. I mean, you can email us or we can give you some type of address, not my home address. This person found my work address, so that's fine. Yeah. But I want presents. People need to send us some presents. Yeah, you need your daddy hat. I'm not wearing it today, I but know. it's fine. It's fine. Um, so this lady is okay to be mentioned. So her name is Stephanie. We will not be using last names. And some names in the story will be different. Um, but so far Stephanie is our, she reached out first mm-hmm. and then her sister reached out as well. So perfect. I will, I will dive into her story. Okay. Um, so this, she emailed this to me or to us. <laughs> I decided to take an ancestry DNA just for fun. I had a few friends who had done them and it seemed interesting. So why not? I chose ancestry DNA and in the late summer of 2019, I got my results. The results were mostly unremarkable, except there were two names listed as close relations that I did not recognize. At first, I just kind of assumed they were distant cousins, but then I realized that wasn't possible. Looking at my first cousin, who also showed on the list, we shared 13% of our DNA, but I shared 25% with those two mystery people. Considering I was an only child and knew all of my immediate family, something weird was going on here. I started asking questions of my mom, but she shrugged it off, saying she didn't know who they were or how they could be related. It must be a mistake. So I reached out to the two people saying I was working on my family tree and trying to figure out figure out our relationship. To my surprise, we didn't seem to have any shared family, but they both had something unusual in common. Their mothers had had them by sperm donor and we had all been born in the same area. That couldn't just be a coincidence, could it? I began to chat more with one of them, a girl a few years younger than me. She had been looking for family, specifically her father, for a long time. I knew the connection had to be paternal because neither of them shared any DNA with my first cousin on my mom's side. 
I wondered if maybe my dad had donated to a fertility clinic. It was totally feasible. At the time, my parents were newlyweds with not much money, and my dad worked in the area of the fertility clinic. Again, I probed my mom for info, but she claimed she didn't know anything that my dad had never done such a thing. In November, we decided to do another DNA test, this time through 23andMe, to see if that could clarify things. And on January 1st, 2020, this is weirdly the same, like timeline as me it's weirding me out I feel like I wrote this weird um to see if it could clarify things and on January 1st 2020 I was not prepared for the year 2020 was going to be I got an email telling me my father and nine of my siblings were also on 23andMe now there's a big problem (laughs) there's a big problem with that bit of info my dad had passed away and this is weirding me out my dad had passed away in 1995 (gasps) long before DNA tests were a thing a couple of days later, my close relation got her results, and it was official. We were half-sisters. I was both elated to have a sister. She and I had become close over the past few months, but also gutted. Never had there been any hint that my dad wasn't my biological father. I had my dad's blue eyes. People commented on our resemblance, but then I guess you see what you want to see. I spent days staring in the bathroom mirror at myself, thinking, who the hell are you? Learning this somehow changed both nothing and everything in my life. It was a lot to try and deal with. Yet again, I had questions for my mom, and this time I did it by email. We have always had a difficult relationship, and when she feels cornered about something, she will refuse to discuss it. I did not want that to happen because she was the only person who could provide me with any answers. I presented the information I had found and asked her to explain it, asking for her honesty. It took her three days, and she underlined three days. But she responded and said it was true. My dad was not my biological father. My dad had cystic fibrosis, a genetic disease that affected the lungs, and he passed away from complications of it in 1995. CF also caused close to 98% infertility in men who have had it, so when my parents found out they could not have children, they decided to go with a donor. They had told no one of their decision, and, and they had apparently intended for no one to ever find out. Well, I guess I threw a wrench in that, didn't I? Once the dust settled, I reached out to my biological father via email. The interaction was friendly but formal. He was a donor when he was in university, and he is now retired with a family of his own who do not know about any of this. He was happy to answer questions about health and family history, but it was clear that was as far as it went. I respect that, but I hope he has a backup plan already. Oh, ready. Um, It may not be up to him whether his children find out. I also reached out to all the siblings if they wish to connect. Everyone handles the situation differently, and I'm here if they need support. Oh, my gosh. So there are 14 of us, 10 of us through the fertility clinic and four of his own children. Who knows how many others there are out there as they have not popped up on the DNA radar. A handful of us have chatted and there are some plans to meet up at some point, but as we are far flung around the States and Canada, it may be difficult too. My sister and I had planned to meet up in May, 2020, but obviously that got put on hold with the pandemic. We are working (gasps) on meeting up soon. This is so weird. This is eh? literally exactly what happened to us. This is so weird. I think she's just like a little bit older than us, just talking about the 1995 timeline, but maybe only Mm -hmm. like a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been a hell of an emotional roller coaster as strained my relationship with my mom. She has a lot of unresolved emotions about it and she ambushes me with them from time to time. A lot of accusatory questions like what were you looking for and why did you really do it? I am glad I was an adult when I found all this out because I can recognize her lashing out instead of me internalizing her misplaced anger and guilt. It would have been a very different story if this all happened when I was younger. That said, I am definitely angry but that that this was kept from me. It feels like they made decisions about my life without giving me any input or choice in the matter. It has also changed my relationship with my dad. His death 27 years ago was traumatic. I was much closer with him than my mom and I had to deal with it on my own. 
To find all this out now and to see my mom's feelings of shame and anger breaks my heart all over again to think he died feeling the same things. Aww. And there is nothing I can think about, I can do about it. I can't tell him that none of it changes the fact that he's my dad. I'm having to grieve losing him all over again, only it's worse this time around. On the other hand, it's been very incredible getting to know my half-siblings. They are generally an awesome group of people. I guess from, we come from good stock. Growing up an only child for 45 years. Okay, she's, so she's 45. Um, then suddenly having siblings to get to know as adults is very weird experience, but I have enjoyed it. It amazes. It's amazing seeing the unexpected things we have in common, political beliefs, hobbies, etc. And I love seeing their pictures on social media and looking for our similarities. It has also been surprising how many of our stories are on how we found out about our, about our biological father. It speaks to how different the feelings were about fertility treatment back then compared to how they are now. Most of the siblings seem to have handled it well, and I hope the parents are able to make peace with it all eventually as well. I grew up firmly believing in chosen family, and this group of feeling, oh, and this group of siblings feels a little like a chosen family who I also happen to share DNA with. I am thankful to have found them. I almost cried. Aww. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me like tearing up. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cute. I'm taking a drink. Okay, isn't that crazy how all of the Sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I spelled all, all the, the names, um, fine. donor people we've talked about. Um, even Emily came from a university, like the donor guys. Yeah, like it's like they were really targeting um people in school. A, eh? they're like, oh, you're smart. Yeah, get over here. So I mean, like, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, at the same time, they're so young, right? Like, mm-hmm. do they really know? Like we said last last week, not that. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to call us consequences, but do they really know what they're setting themselves up for in life? You know, probably um, not. And I mean, she's older than we are, so mm-hmm. she's forty-five now. Um, so it was probably even more like not monitored back then, because that's oh yeah, seventeen years older than me, right? So. Um, that's a lot yeah, of siblings pretty... too jesus what that was that i Ooh, know like 14 there's 10 donor siblings there's 10 diblings and four that like grew up together that are the donors kids so it'd be like mm. our donors one mm. if he ha- if he had kids yeah <laughs> uh, it kind of like her talking about like her so her and her mom don't have like the closest relationship like i would say m- me and my mom are a little bit closer than like she's explaining however like I definitely think my mom needs time before she talks about anything she can't be put on the spot or like she gets very emotional and Mm -hmm. I I mean I do too um but I don't like seeing my mom emotional it just makes me want to like revert back so um I feel like we probably haven't talked about it as much as we should I don't know Mm -hmm. um but I wasn't as close with my dad as this girl seems to have been so yeah um, I feel bad for her that she didn't get to like talk about it with him. I know. Um, I mean, I hope he didn't die like shameful or anything like that. No, I um, I don't think so. Oh, and then like her this part was weird where she thought her dad was the donor mm-hmm. and literally was like at the time my parents were newly newlyweds with not much money and my dad worked in the area area of the fertility clinic. I literally said to you at one point, like, my dad was not good with money yeah. or he just didn't have a lot of it or whatever. And I was like, I can see him, like, if it was a – and I don't know if you pay for it in Canada or you get paid for it in Canada. 
But I was like, if there was a way to make extra money, he might have done it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's funny that she thought literally the exact same thing. Like, it's so weird. We literally um, thought of every kind of scenario, like under the sun, too. Yeah. So it seems like she did the exact same thing. She's just mm-hmm. like older than us. But basically, yeah. it's the same story. And then, like, this timeline is so weird. Like, 2019 is when she, mm-hmm. I think, did her test. And then 2020 is when it, like, all kind of. And they were supposed to, they literally had the same hangout timeline. May of 2020. Yeah. We were supposed to hang out April 2020. Yeah. And then January 2020 is when I found out. And that's when mm-hmm. she found out. Like, it's, this is spooky. That's weird. Spooky. Spooky. For anybody listening, you got to go over to the YouTubes to see my snacks. Probably Cheez-Its. No, uh, they're these today. The sour candy. Oh, bring me some of those. Okay, look at. Oh, you don't have these? I don't think so. Those are different. Oh, I buy these, um, like by the case on Amazon, like a bulk box. Oh, ours are like a rainbow. You had them when you were here, remember? Oh yeah, those are good. I think we kind of have something like that here. Mm. Yeah, I gotta bring. Oh, I have to stock up on my snacks that I'm bringing. Frick yeah, buddy! Bring me some snackies. Um, I was going to say something else, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I realized we never, and I feel like we've talked about it, but not directly talked about it. When she was like, unexpected things we have in common, she said political beliefs. We never Mm -hmm. talked about our political beliefs. Not that we'll make this political, but Mm -hmm. I think ours are pretty much aligned the same, which is funny. Mm -hmm. Because like, I don't know, is Minnesota a very like... I don't are they like a left or a right wing state do you know I have no idea I should probably google it I don't know I don't really it's probably really bad but I don't like pay attention to that stuff oh I don't either which but it's just funny because I feel like in my head Minnesota is very conservative but maybe it's not so it's just funny I mean I'm basically laying out what we are right now but um I think it's just funny that we don't have completely opposite views um especially like i feel like the u.s is so political Mm -hmm. it just but i mean i'm seeing it from a canadian perspective right so a lot of the news that i see is political um yeah or just like sad (laughs) it says it's a democratic state oh that's all i'm getting i don't Let's not make this political because I don't know enough about anything to say anything. Me neither. Okay, are you ready for the sister's story? Yeah. So the first sister's name was Stephanie. Um, So Stephanie told her sister Mary that she was going to be sharing her story. And Mary was like, I want to share my story. So Mary wrote in as well. Mary's isn't as long. Um but that's okay because like we kind of get some of it from Stephanie's anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, So some of the names in here have been changed for the rest of their siblings identities. And obviously we're not using any last names, um, but if they want to be shouted out, we will totally shout them out and maybe we'll have them on in a couple months just to like check in. That would be fun. And we'd have four people on. That would be fun. Holy moly. Um, so this is what Mary had to say. 
Um, and I haven't read these, by the way. I read like up the first paragraph, and then that was it. So you read very well for not reading it through. Oh, thank you. That's why I almost <laughs> started crying for the other one when oh. she was talking about her dad. I was like, <laughs> same girl. I'm gonna start crying. I'm always so nervous that like one of these stories is just gonna make me like hysterical, and I'm just gonna start because I hate I hate crying in front of people. Really? I hate. I just hate it. I need to like stop being such a like so embarrassed about crying. I just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so embarrassed and I cry all the time. That's yeah. the worst part. Oh, I've like, never seen just, you cry. I know. Well, you mm. saw me almost cry when <gasps> I had that panic attack. <laughs> yeah. When I was, oh, and then you left, you didn't want me to see you cry. You turned but around. I literally, I also literally had a full on panic attack. So <laughs> I'll just, sh- I don't think I've told any, like, I don't think I told my friends this. Yeah. When Riley came to visit, my brother was here and he was talking about something and it got me like emotional. And it like just brought things up and I was like, I had to remove myself. And then I had a legit panic attack. Like I was like freaking out in my closet. <laughs> I was oh. trying to find my, remember I was trying to find, I think I just went to bed after like my oh. face is so red. I was I'm talking so about out. when I was leaving. No, I, for, no, I totally I forgot that. about that. No, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, did I cry then? Well, no, but you, night? you said you were almost going to. Oh yeah. I see. And I then you turned like around. Yeah. So I, I that too. I basically like blacked out and this is, I've never had a panic before. So it's like, I hope my brother doesn't listen to this and think like, oh my God, I set her off. But um, (laughs) I used to have inhalers. Mm. And so I thought I still had one, like an old one. And I tore my closet apart looking for it. But I like blacked out. Like I was like out of body experience. Like it was wild. And it was like, I don't even know how long it was. It felt like it was in hours, but it was probably only like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I just passed out. I was like, I'm not going back downstairs. And then we all just ignored it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, that didn't happen. I was like, I didn't really know what was gonna, going on. I was like, uh oh. Oh, I never had a panic attack before. So I was just like <sighs> embarrassed. I've had like anxiety where it like build mm-hmm. up kind of thing, like, but nothing where I was like, I literally couldn't control myself. Like it was the scariest thing ever. So I heard oh. a kitty. Oh my God, she's back. Hello. She's been in every episode. She she knows. She's like, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous. Here she is. Hello. I want to be famous. Ooh. Do you remember that vine? That yeah. little girl? I want to be famous. I think she just wants my snacks. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if I ever start crying, we might have to pause or I'm just going to have to like, don't look at me. I'm crying situation. Yeah. Um. So let's hope this one doesn't make me cry either. Because I was almost there. Okay. All okay. right. Ready? This is Ready. Mary. Okay. I almost said her full name by accident. <laughs> it's just like it flows really nicely. Okay. Ugh. All my life I struggled with not knowing my heritage. I am the daughter of a black woman and I never knew who my dad was, but my light skin, curly hair, and freckles made clear that I am of mixed heritage. Heritage. When I was about six or so, Barbara, the woman who gave birth to me, married a white man who she said was my father. I was highly suspicious of this as I got older since he was 16 years her junior, and I remember when he first became a a part of our lives. They were both severely abusive, and as a result, I went into into foster care at the age of nine. I almost started crying already. Stop. I literally said, I hope this isn't me crying. Here I am. The caseworkers and lawyers were sympathetic to my pleas regarding my heritage and pressed Barbara for details. She gave three different stories over the years. I was the product of an affair with an Italian police officer who died in the line of duty while she was pregnant with me. That's story number one that Barbara gave. 
Story number two, I was from a sperm bank. And story number three, her much younger husband was my father. He would have been 15 when I was born. She was 31. So that doesn't seem very plausible. No. The, The state workers tried to get them to prove that her husband was my father by asking and then attempting to force them to take a DNA test. Those efforts were unsuccessful. So I went on in life, always feeling the very unique sadness that came along with not knowing who I was. I would get so frustrated with not knowing that when people from different races would ask me if I was Mexican, Hawaiian, Puerto Rican, white, etc., I would just agree. I became whoever people thought I was because I was so tired of explaining that I just didn't know. When Ancestry DNA penetrated the, oh my god, I can't say this word, zeitgeist, zeitgeist. Oh my god, I sound like an idiot. I have no clue. I'm looking it up. Zeitgeist. How to say. I sound so dumb. How to say. Zeitgeist. It means the general intellectual, moral, and cultural climate of an era. So basically, Ah. when it became a thing. Ah. Zeitgeist. I lost where I was. Um, When Ancestry DNA penetrated the zeitgeist, I wondered for a long time if I should submit to learn about my background. I didn't know much about it, so I let it roll around in the back of my mind for a while, but I saw a commercial around Thanksgiving 2018 that focuses specifically on discovering one's heritage, and I was sold. I will never forget the day that my results came back showing that I was mixed with African and European heritage, just the knowledge that my abuser was not my father, he was half Native American, and I have no Native American DNA, was so amazing and i thought that i had gotten all i needed out of the dna submission boy was i wrong (laughs) soon after i got my results i was contacted through ancestry dna's app by a man i will call roy he said he thought we may be siblings based upon the dna matches he told me that he had found out recently that the man he had always known as his father was not his bio dad but that he had come from a donor this jived with one of the stories that barbara told me but i gotta tell you i was super skeptical Still not knowing how this DNA stuff was working, I needed needed to confirmation, so I paid for us to have a sibling DNA test that his bio mom was nice enough to give us a sample for. Wow, that's nice of her to pay for that. Right. Um, while we waited for the results, we threw ourselves into getting to know each other and the research eventually, uh, and research every detail that his mom could provide. No luck. The DNA results came back as inconclusive, and Roy and I quickly lost touch. Hmm, that's sad. Hmm. Months later, I got another email from a woman I will call. She put Carly, but it's it's Stephanie. She told us we could use her name. Um, and I just laughed that she used my name. <laughs> That's funny. Um, she also said that she thought we may be siblings. After hearing about me and Roy, we believe that her dad may have been our donor. She even sent me a photo of him, and I remember looking at it over and over again, thinking he was the one. I can't remember why, but we decided together to submit to 23andMe. She got her results back, and we both got the biggest shock of our entire lives. Not only were there nine other siblings on there, but so was our donor. I was elated and floating on a cloud because now I had the knowledge of who my father was, something that I had convinced myself would never be known. I am pretty sure that I am the only one who experienced these feelings of joy. Most of the siblings I have connected with, including Stephanie, were experiencing huge upheavals to the family they had known. I had a bit, of, I felt a bit bad about that, but to the knowledge and burgeoning relationship, relationship. I was cultivating with Stephanie was too joyful to be dampened. Stephanie and I communicated often. I am still amazed at the amazed at this many similarities we have. She is the one. Oh, oh my God. I can't speak. Right now. She is one of the most caring and thoughtful people I haven't quite met. 
We are going, oh, they said we met. We are going to meet prior to the Rona unleashing upon the globe, but we are planning something in the near future. I've also had some conversations with others and there has been talk of a meetup, but we still see what happens there. My donor is cold, but willing to answer questions. And I cannot lie. I wish he was open to more. I never had a father and I kind of want one. At the end of the day, though, I'm so happy that I know who he is. And I love that he has brought Stephanie into my life. She is a gift. <gasps> I got goosebumps. Crying. Stop it. <laughs> that was so cute. I need a minute. <laughs> Please hold. I'm crying. Please hold while I pull my eyes out. Look at it. Can you see? Yeah. Oh, Sniffly. stop it. I'm sorry. That was, she's so sweet. That was so cute. <laughs> Okay, I need to calm down. I told you I wasn't going to cry at all, and here I am. Oh my it's fine. God. They're, they're good tears. They're good tears. Uh, I feel so bad that their donor is, like, shitty. Like, I know. I know you can, and they said this was in, um, their, well, Stephanie is 45, so quick yeah. math. The 70s, I think 70s, sure. 80s, something like that. Uh, I think it's the 70s. Um you can never even fathom that there's going to be there wasn't even computers like no internet google no that bs mm-hmm. you can't no. even fathom that you're going to you know donate some sperm and these people are going to find you mm-hmm. however he did do the dna test from the sounds of it so he mm-hmm. went on there yeah so like he wasn't trying to hide um so just i just it just makes me so sad when like they didn't grow up with like Emily, she didn't grow up with a dad and mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like bitter about that, but it's like, you want that connection, you know? Yeah. And she was kind of like robbed of it more so in the fact like um, her mom didn't really tell her what was going on and she couldn't accept it. And it was like, well, you'll find out where, when you're 18, like, yeah, just explain, just explain it. Like mm-hmm. it sucks that, that our, that they're robbed of that and like I mean I'm just happy that we got to do like DNA testing because like I mean we didn't get to grow up together but at least we still get a future like we're both really young so Mm -hmm. we're not robbed of it but there she's 45 and I don't know how old Mary is but probably around I would assume the same Mm -hmm. age like that's not quite half their lives but I'm sure they have kids too and then for yeah maybe and forever just to get answers like Mm -hmm. it's just such a tough dynamic because like the whole point of it is for your parents to have kids but then it's like you're connecting so many families it's just like Mm -hmm. it's hard yeah Mm, that's like ours i'm just glad we found out not at 45 oh my god i know i think that would have i don't know i feel like we were at a perfect age to find out yeah because I feel like once you're older, it's not like it's too late, but it's just like, eh, cool. Well, and like we still get to like hit all those milestones together. Like I'm not mm-hmm. married, you're not married. So like those are things that we can be involved in. And like mm-hmm. um, like we haven't, we're not settled yet, I guess, if that makes sense. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm not tied down somewhere, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have so much like growing to do and adulting to do. Mm-hmm. that like we both get to be a part of whereas like if I had kids or something like it makes it a lot harder to just to do anything mm-hmm. and I feel like if either one of us had kids we might have been more like reserved too yeah that's like a whole other like can of worms that you're opening like here's your aunt right how awkward yeah mm. your thing up. 
that was yeah, so cute. Yeah, yeah, I like I, them. I it sucks also that like her mom gave her just like a bunch of random stories. She was just like, I know. It's this. Oh, it's this. Yeah, it's just, just like, kidding. It's this. just tell her. Yeah. I mean, you're only hurting the kid at that point. Like, the longer you wait. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I'm jealous of all these people finding brothers, though. I know. What's happening with that? <laughs> I feel like girls are more likely to do that kind of stuff, though. Like, the DNA test. That's true. Because there are a lot of girls on there. That's like, I met someone, and I won't say their name, and they probably won't even listen to this, but um, he, I just met them, like, in the last little bit, and he's adopted... And he's got two dads. And I asked him if he was going to do any of the DNA testing. He's like, I don't really care to find, like, them. Yeah, see, so, guys like, don't care. They don't care. And then, like, my really good friend, um, David, he's from the States. And he said his roommate um, is a sperm donor baby. And he doesn't care to, like mm-hmm. – Like, he, he did the DNA testing, I think. Um, but – and he met some siblings, but he just, like, is not – I don't know how old he is, if it's, like, maybe he's not emotionally mature there yet or what. Yeah. But he he said, like, he doesn't want that relationship with some of the siblings yet or ever. I don't know. Maybe it'll change. So boys are just, like, too cool for emotions. No, <laughs> they kidding. are. Ugh, I, f- I don't know what I would have done. I always felt like something was a little off. I was like, there's no way I can be an only child. There's no way. There's no way. I didn't want to accept it and look at me now. Would you just look at you? Would you look at me? Look at her. I got a whole bunch of them. Well, I guess if you're, if people are listening to this, lots of people, if you want us to bring Mary and Steph on, let us know. And maybe we'll have them on. Maybe in like October, mm-hmm. we could do a spoopy one. A spoopy episode. <gasps> we could all wear Halloween costumes. Oh, I'm gonna be wearing a Halloween costume every episode in hell in Halloween. In October Halloween. is now called <laughs> Halloween. Um, I wonder I how many weeks are there? Like how many Mondays? Like a countdown episode to Halloween. Yeah. One, two, three, four. <gasps> Halloween's on a Monday, too. There's five. Oh, she. There's five Mondays we can dress up for. That's five different costumes. That's the most amazing news I've ever heard. But it's not like we can have, like, extravagant costumes since you can see from, like, here up. We can, like, do a photo and post it on Instagram. That's true. We could do a... Um, we could, like, paint our faces different. I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be sperm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's an interesting one. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How many more days I can... until I come? Is it like nine? Nine. <gasps> this is the Jeez. last episode that we're recording until I'm in Canada. So the next yeah, one was... will be in person. This was a short one because last week was so long. It just mm-hmm. actually uploaded 44 minutes ago. Ooh. I haven't looked at it. I haven't even looked at it either. Ooh. Ooh. I got four on the YouTube. Wow. Oh, I should post. Ooh. So just because we have a little bit more time, um, there is this website called Donor Sibling Registry. And basically you can like register your donor number 
um, but you can also browse by clinic. Um, so I mentioned in last week's episode, this is how we found my mom's clinic because she couldn't remember for the life of her what her clinic was. So I literally just like found the doctor's name. Like it was super weird. I just typed mm-hmm. in like general area of where and it's it's Burlington. So I just typed in like Burlington and there was like a couple different ones and I just like did some real deep digging and I was like, is this a doctor? And I was like, this doesn't seem hopeful, but I'm just going to send it to her. And she's like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's this him. is so weird. My, yeah, doctor, so... my mom's doctor wasn't even on there. Couldn't find him. Oh, maybe really? I maybe I did something wrong. I don't know. I'm sure if you put the donor number in, we should do that. Put the donor donor number in when we're done here. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if you put that in, it would probably put like maybe it would put like the clinics that he was at. Maybe mm. we could trace that somehow. But anyways, Ooh. this story. So, uh, Wendy is the one who um runs this website. Her name's Web's Wendy. Um, she said we could use any of the stories as long as we just obviously mention her. Hmm. Um, so this, well, not her, but the, the yeah. website. Anyways, um, this one was posted September 14th, 2016. And like hmm. some stories go back, like back to the early 2000s, I think. Like they go back pretty far. Holy crap. Um, so this one's not too long, but I think it seems like a nice happy one that we can end on. Yeah. Um, in 1991, I purchased sperm from a bank on the West Coast. I tried for nine months to get pregnant by this donor. Finally, my doctor said the quality of the samples from the West Coast bank his lab was receiving were not good and suggested I try using the bank next door to his office. He didn't tell me he was a half owner in the bank. So I went to the genetic counselor in the doctor's office. We selected a different donor. I wrote down the number and we were off to the races. On June 16, 1992, I got pregnant by this new donor. I was happy but sad because this donor was anonymous. I forgot about being unhappy when my daughter was born and didn't really think about it except at the rare times when my daughter wanted to, wanted to discuss it. In 2006, we joined the DSR, which is this donor sibling registry, and waited. And waited. In 2015, she got a match with the number I was given, but then DNA told a different story. Then the girl she matched numbers with got a DNA match, and that person was also from the new donor number I had been given. So now we knew the donor number I requested and was told I had been given was not the donor used for insemination. But who was? That's crazy. Um, By now, my daughter had DNA tested with three of the four big labs. This time, she used the biggest, and in September of 2016, got a half-sibling match. But that matches... But that matches posting on the DSR had an old email. So Wendy, who runs this, sent them snail mail and made a special effort to get us in touch. Not only did the girls resemble each other, they matched via DNA. And this new match had a donor number listed on the DSR. After almost 10 years, lots of legal wrangling with the labs, more heartache than I can say, and a lot of unplanned expenses. My daughter saw a picture of her first blood relative from her donor side. Someone who looked like her. None of this. Oh, that sounded weird. Someone who looked like her. None of this would have happened without Wendy and Ryan's magical invention. Gratitude barely covers it. So it's a nice little success story. But also, like, what the hell? Yeah, so she was given a different number than the one that they used? Like, multiple times. How'd she figure out the actual number? I think they did the DNA testing. Or no, um... Yeah, she did DNA testing and, like, some actual lab testing. Oh. And I guess that, like, with – I don't know. Huh. But she got a match, like, through the DSR, so. Mm-hmm. 
that's like it's just crazy that this shit isn't monitored i know it's really not makes me sad it also makes me scared yeah like like how do you know there's no one in your town Mm -hmm. because like you're the only person we found in the u.s so far but there could be more oh there for sure is i'm the youngest one too so and we're saying that a lot like there could be brothers but they're not registering mm-hmm. what if they're from there like what if you know someone well yeah like, that's a possibility right so mm-hmm. it's scary you almost have to ask people like when you're dating um by the way like are you adopted or oh my gosh <laughs> are, did, are you a donor ever, baby did i ever tell you before my mom told me um me and um i won't say his name but you know his name my guy friend we back in the day people used to say that we always like looked alike because of like our freckles and our blonde hair and we're both short and then my mom was like have you seen his dad you know what his dad looks like and i'm like yeah i know what his dad looks like why she was being creepy and i didn't even this is before she told me oh my god i know we kind of do look like a little bit alike but i think that's just because we've been friends for so long but but you also look like brianna so yeah which is weird people always everyone in your town is just the same I feel like you and Brianna look more alike than me and you look alike. You think? I don't know. You guys look like sisters. I feel like she just has like a rounder face. Yeah. Like she's got like cute cheeks. Mm-hmm. People always say that we look alike. I can see it in some pictures, but. But you're also just like blonde yeah. and white. So. <laughs> That's true. We did just get a question from Snapchat. Ooh, finally. Ooh. Okay. It said, did your moms talk to each other yet? I don't think Mm, they have. I don't think so. That's odd. I'm trying to think, did they face, did you FaceTime your mom at all when you were down here or up here? I don't think so. I think I just texted her. What are we doing? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Do you think, and I don't know, because see, my mom would probably, because she tells everybody the story, but your mom hasn't even gone into, like, detail about the story to you, so I don't think she would do it to my mom. No, but they, I'm sure my mom would like to meet her. Mm-hmm. My mom literally said, like, when are you going to visit Riley? And I'm like, no money, man. And then my mom was like, well, when you go, like, I'll come with you. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> do you remember that? She said she'd no, come. No, I didn't know she said she'd come. Mm-hmm. wait that's so fun yeah so i mean they can facetime and then maybe they can like meet in real life yeah oh i don't know when i'd want you to come because you probably don't want to come in the winter time i mean i mean it's better for me like work wise i would have come already if i was still working at my old job because remember i was just gonna like come and you like, were gonna come in at july your... yeah and then i was like <laughs> just kidding i got a new job I know. I really. I want you to come for the Fourth of July here because I live in northern Minnesota, and if you know where I live, there's lots of fun things happening for the Fourth of July. I'll come if my um, work schedule is fine, but I'll probably drive to you to be honest. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's only what sixteen hours. I can do that in a day. I've done it. You're insane. It's around (laughs) the lake though, right? Um, yeah, I can either go up or down. If I go through Columbus, I think it's like 16 hours. I don't know. I said Columbus, Ohio. 
Columbus is the only Ohio place I know, apparently. Columbus, specifically. I'm trying to think of any Columbus or any Ohio. Any Ohio? I literally can't think of any more Ohio cities right now. Um, it's because my friend lives there. So if he ever listens, oh. he'll know I'm talking about him. But I mean, I don't, I mean, if you want to come in the winter, you can, but it gets very, very cold. Well, I definitely wouldn't drive if it was the winter, but yeah. Anyways, people don't need to hear us make plans, but when we do, yeah, they'll know. Mm-hmm. That was a good question. Thank you, listener. I don't know if you're listening, but yeah, they have to be if they want to hear it. Right? Yeah. Message them back and be like, we just answered it in the podcast. You'll have to listen on Monday or okay. Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday now. Yeah. It was one of the Snapchat ones where it like comes through anonymously. Yeah. Next Tuesday. So yeah, post it. Post it back and be like, we just answered this in the podcast that we just are posting on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are posting right. on Tuesday now. Yeah. I did mention it in the last one. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll have to remember that. Sweet, 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 sweet. Okay. Well, let's blow this popsicle stand let's do it i'm tired and ready for bed carly needs a nap mess oh i forgot i have to like do so much tomorrow okay cool <laughs> oh my life. bye, bye. <laughs>